We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And we're going to move our attention now to University of Miami football. And uh, a week from today, today's Wednesday, right? A week from today will be uh, signing day. The second signing day, so we'll see what the University of Miami uh, has in store for that. Uh, did a really good job uh, in December, the early signing period. Miami did a nice job there. So a couple of positions to fill uh, here in February, and uh, I think a week from today they'll have some uh, good news. In in addition to the fact that Miami's done a darn good job uh, in the transfer portal once again. And joining us now uh, on the show is New University of Miami offensive line coach Garen Justice is with us. And, Coach, uh, welcome to Miami. Thanks for being with us. Um, I'm glad to be here and uh, very, very, very humbled at the honor of being the O-line coach of Miami. Coach, uh, why was this a, a good spot for you to land? You know what? I mean, I played at West Virginia, and, and when I was at West Virginia, when we played Miami, there was a certain aura and a um, almost an intimidation factor of playing those guys, and uh, always looked at it and said, "Man, that's a that's a program that I'm envious of, that I would love to be a part of. Uh, that's a great place." And then a couple of years ago, I was fortunate enough to to be the O line coach at Florida Atlantic University, and and we loved everything about living in South Florida. So uh, ever since I was at, at Florida Atlantic, I said, "If I ever get the opportunity to be the O line coach at at Miami, that's a dream job for me." And I'm living that dream right now. What's it been like for you on the road representing the University of Miami getting in front of getting in front of recruits? Well, it's definitely a lot stronger logo and polo than what I had at some previous places. Uh, you know, it, it's it's been great because now you can you can walk into a high school and and now you can compete with the best of the best. And no longer is it, Coach, uh, that guy's not quite good. Uh, that, that guy's probably a little too good for you, Coach. And no more of that. Now it's uh, now it's the other way around. I'm I'm probably saying the other thing and saying well, we may be a, a little bit too good for for that guy. And and uh, so it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, just the power of the brand, uh, and and it's it's a national brand. I mean, of course, it's very very strong in South Florida. It is South Florida, but but to be known on a national level is is a pretty powerful thing, and it speaks volumes to recruits. You're also going to be linked with Coach Lashley. You guys are going to have a new offense. Uh, what's that relationship going to be like, and, and how important is that uh, communication between the two of you guys that uh, you share kind of the same philosophy? Yeah, it was very, very important. We have similar backgrounds, and, and Rhett, um, we, we have a lot of similar friends. We, we've known each other, but we've not known each other. It's one of those type of uh, relationships, and, and Rhett's been – tremendous as a, as a person uh at the end of the day you win with people and uh, you can't have a finer human being than Rhett Lashley and uh, I'm excited to excited to work with him I mean he uh like you said he has similar backgrounds as far as wanting to believes in tempo believes in keeping it simple allowing the kids to play and have some fun and uh I'm right along with those uh with those beliefs and I think just because those core philosophies fit it's going to allow us to have a lot of success 
I think we're I think we're all excited to see how this offense will play out in Miami because of uh, being in South Florida, an opportunity to, to see. Uh, see the showcase play playmakers, but coach, I always thought one of the important elements of this offense, the spread offense, uh, the way teams are using it around the country. And if you weren't using it, then you weren't taking advantage of the rules. And right in your wheelhouse would be offensive linemen. It's a little bit different in college than it is in the pros, where you can release your guys down the field and then make something happen with your pass game. Yeah, I mean, with the uh, with being able to go three yards downfield, the uh, the RPO games have really opened up the college game, and you're seeing the the big influence from what the Big Twelve did a few years ago now spread throughout all of college football, and um, you, you you mix that with the fact that you can play tempo. Uh, we say great, tempo is a great equalizer, so all the teams that want to do the fancy blitzes and twists and, and movements, and that's hard for them to get that communication and line up to what we want to do offensively if we're doing it right and um and i mean that being said you got to move the ball and get first downs because now you're now you're putting defense on the field a lot but when you can really get it rolling and uh, and play with some tempo and move the chains uh like i said it's a great equalizer it i think it does allow the skill that you naturally have in south florida to uh to take advantage of guys in space and and hopefully it's a fun thing to watch you know it's funny uh miami you've probably been able to dive into some of this uh, the Hurricanes struggled last year on third down, struggled the last couple of years on third down. And in, uh, in all the uh, Super Bowl hype and analysis, I caught a pretty good line from Coach Shannon who said, uh, you can't be a good third down team, which they are, the 49ers are. You can't be a good third down team unless you're a good running team. And I know Coach Lashley wants to be a good running team even though you're in the spread. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you look at it and – Third and three is much easier to, to convert than third and eight. And uh, the better you do on first and second down, of course, eliminates the, that third down issue. And another thing I think that, that helps is having a mobile quarterback. Usually the offenses yeah. that have the mobile quarterbacks are the ones that are better on third down. And and um, we have a couple quarterbacks now that, that we think that, that can run and, and create and do some things. And and uh, it should be pretty exciting um, for us to get out and have some fun. And and it, but but you're right on. I mean, you've got to be able to run the ball, and usually when you run the ball, you've got to be really really good on first down. And um, as an offensive line coach, I say second and eight. I really don't get in trouble for it. Second and thirteen. And uh, I've got to make sure that everything we do as an offensive line is is that we progress the ball forward. The worst play we should ever have is an incomplete pass. And if we're doing that, we're playing pretty good football. Well, as you probably know, we had a lot of sacks against last year, so that's probably one of the challenges. How do we? Uh, how do you get to a point where you're removing or limiting those sacks? Because there were there were a lot last year, and it's tough to play on a 120-yard field. Well, the O-line coach in uh, me says that's a team number, <laughs> not an offensive line number. But uh, no, but it's everyone involved. I mean, um, I mean, naturally, when Tom Brady's playing quarterback, he gets rid of the ball so quickly it's hard to sack him. Uh, so it, it's got to be a good combination. A lot of that goes into – Coach Lashley designing a game plan to to get guys open quickly, uh, to clear the quarterback's mind so he can make quick decisions and get rid of the ball in time. Uh, and, and it's also fundamentally we, we've got to do a great job. And, and the biggest challenge, that I think, for an offensive line and when you're playing real, really good offensive line play is when all five guys can see the game through the same set of eyes. And if we can get that and get that in 
in the tempo and the pace that we want to play, it should help. Uh, you go back to the tempo as well and the fact that you play faster, the fact that you get that third down call in a little quicker makes it a little harder for some of those blitz schemes to, to take effect on third down like you'd like to, uh, like you'd like to have. So hopefully the combination of everything makes those numbers go down. You know, quarterback gets, takes a couple away, O-line play gets better, communication gets better, wideouts get open quicker. Hopefully the collection of the whole offense can reduce that number and we'll be a lot better on third down. Have you had a chance to evaluate or look at any of the uh, – uh, evaluate the talent that you have on your offensive line? Always. And that was that was very, very important to me when I first got there was to to sit down with those guys one-on-one um, and, and hear them as far as what they thought has went well here, what they thought were some struggles, um, and, and just kind of get to know them because we're, we're going to have to coach them, and, and we've got to get a response and we've got to get some production from those guys quickly. And for that to happen, I've got to develop a relationship with those guys. And um, they've been really, really responsive to me. I mean, I'm the third offensive line coach in three years, so there's some trust involved and there's a leap of faith that they have to take for that. But at the same time, those guys want to win. Uh, they are they are beat up a little bit from not having the success that they, they thought they would have. So, um, so they're motivated, and uh, they've had a very, very good attitude with me. And um, – just kind of working on the relationship piece right now, and really the rules don't really allow you to do much other than that. And then uh, once we're off the road, we can really dive into more of the X's and O's and fundamentals it takes to play the game. I don't know if you had a chance to either uh, uh, watch De'Ara King live or if you coached against him or just watched him on on uh, tape, but uh, if you've seen anything, uh, had a chance to watch any of it, is there anything that jumps out about his play? Yeah, I think kind of what I referenced with the third down of, of yeah. a guy that can keep a sixth alive. I mean, you reference the Super Bowl, and it's not it's not Patrick Mahomes at the snap of the ball that's great. It's the second play within the play that makes Patrick Mahomes great. And uh, I think you look at De'Eric King, and there's a lot of similar factors to that. Of Okay, De'Eric's going to, he's going to be a solid quarterback. He's going to be a good quarterback. But the thing that makes him great is the play within the play, the, the hidden yardage, the the right tackle hey, gives up a sack, yeah, but he avoids the D end and makes it a 20-yard gain. <laughs> now the defensive coordinator scratching his head like, what else could we do? I think factors like that play, in, play into what he brings to the game. Uh, I did not get to see him play when or coach against him, thank goodness. Um, but I did have the unique experience of working with Kendall Browse at Florida Atlantic, having a good relationship with those guys, and just – the communication they had when they were at Houston talking about what a tremendous athlete and, and player and leader and person he was, was, uh, was something I never thought I would get to be a part of. But uh, now that he's here, it's something I'm very excited about. Yeah. You use the word alive. And I think that's, you know, what these spread offenses can do, right? If you're LSU, five guys are alive. The play's always alive, or you have a quarterback that keeps everybody alive. In this case, uh, whether it's Derek or maybe somebody else on the roster, but you know he's the hot name for us right now. You got a guy that, uh, so far in his career, has kept everybody alive. Yeah, hundred percent. And and you you reference LSU just what what a season of Joe Burrow have having did for the whole university. And um, and you watch his big games. He had three or four plays in every game where things went wrong up front. He kept things alive. He had the second play within the play, and those ultimately were big-time plays and big-time games. 
you're out there, uh, I guess you're out recruiting. We've got a week to go in recruiting. I can't help but think that right now, one of the unique parts of the University of Miami is uh, when we talk about, or to a kid, where they're going to play, they're going to play in a stadium that's being highlighted all week. It's the home of the Super Bowl, and boy, the stadium looks really sweet right now. And so if there, are, there are kids out there wondering about where they're playing their home games to the University of Miami. They're going to play in a stadium that's hosting the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, there's so many factors in why Miami is a great choice for, for any student athlete that wants to hop on board. I mean, education, location, city. The you know, I mean, you're playing in one of the greatest stadiums in all the world, uh, the tradition. I mean, there, there's so many factors that, that make it a great choice. And it's like we like we referenced to earlier, it's a factor of why I was always drawn and pulled to want to work here. Well, when uh, we're, we're a couple of, I guess we're about a month and a half or so away from, from spring football, uh, your offensive line, I guess, will get a really good test early on with your own guys yet. Uh, Roshan going to face Roche on one side and Rousseau on the other. So I imagine once you hit the spring football, you'll find out in a hurry a lot about your offensive line with those uh, werewolf on wheel guys that are coming from the defensive side. <laughs> There's no question. And um, uh, it, it's unfortunate because the first thing I said when, when I walked through the door after meeting the guys was we need to gain confidence. And, and after after seeing those guys, I'm like, I don't know where we can gain confidence. So I'm going to have to uh, – be a good motivational speaker i believe uh in the meeting room just to to get them excited but the advantage is is those guys should have a lot of confidence in the fall knowing that they're not going to see anything better than what they see daily in practice and um and and yes it 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 will take a hit at your confidence early and until we can start you know and start really finding our own and 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 having some success offensively as far as what we want to do And, and there'll be some growing pains with that but ultimately I mean, iron sharpens iron, and, and we can be a lot better when it comes to fall, and, and we'll have a lot of confidence knowing that we go against the best every day. I know you mentioned uh, some of the reasons why it was good for you, why Miami was a good match for you. What about working with Coach Diaz? Why is that a good match for you? You know, you know, similar similar things to what I said about Rhett. Um, I mean, Co- Coach Diaz has, has been a guy that I've always – I mean, as a coach – when you're, you're always trying to, to climb the ladder and you're always trying to, to uh, help your family and, and gain gain better jobs and, and those type things, you always try and circle certain people that you think will become head coaches one day. And um, Coach Diaz was, was one of those people that I circled it 19 years ago. And then it was, it was a relationship that it just – it was a slow, steady relationship trying to get to know him, trying to get involved with him, trying to just be on his radar uh, because – because you have a lot of respect for what he does or what he did as a defensive coach, and then, and then, then when you dive in deeper and get to find out the type of person he is and meet his family and and all those things, it's it's very very exciting for a family to to walk in that environment, and um, it's very very exciting to me to to learn from a guy who's who's had such great experiences as coordinator and now a head coach. Before we let you go, uh, we are a week away from. Uh, signing day. Are we on the? Are you on the hunt? Or are we on the lookout for more offensive linemen? And why is it so hard to find offensive linemen in this state? Well, you know what? God doesn't make many big talented people in general. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think, I think when you look at it, I think Florida gets a bad rap. Um, when you, when you go to the state of Florida, you see so much skill and so many good defensive players and so many guys that can run. And there's so many of those guys 
that it feels like there's not quality offensive linemen. And, and, and truth be told, there's probably about the same amount of linemen in Florida that there are in every other state. It's just there's so much skill that the perception is, is that is that is bad. And then, um, and then you throw in the fact that majority of the teams in the country come to Florida to recruit, it, it makes it harder and harder to sign the quality linemen who do come from the state because there's only a handful of, of big-time linemen that come out in the country every single year. And uh, my frequent flyer miles are saying that right now, uh, just, uh, just trying to fly around and find guys. And, and the biggest thing is, as far as signing, we want to make sure that whoever we sign is, is a guy that we feel upgrades what we're trying to do. Uh, from an offensive line perspective, and and uh, we want to be very very picky and selective, and uh, not rush into it. I mean, when you walk in the door, you say you have one scholarship to give, and and, and we we will eventually use that. But at the same time, I don't know what I have. I, I mean, I, I really haven't coached my guys, and I don't want to just assume that player X on the offensive line can't get it done at position B because. Uh, because that's what other people have said. I would like to work with these guys and see what they can and can't do and really evaluate what our weaknesses are and, and really evaluate what's out there. So I think combination of we'll find a guy that can upgrade us and make us better, whether it's um, in a starting position or whether it's down the road. But um, but it's something that more so we, I'm just trying to, trying to help these guys inside out and see what we can do first and foremost with the guys that are on the squad and, Hopefully we can have a guy that can upgrade us and fit in. All right, Coach. Thank you very much. Yep. Uh, improvement from within is always a great way to go. Uh, people always forget <laughs> that. No question. Improvement from within yeah. always helps. Yeah, I think sometimes when when you look at Lyman, you you see a a guy's a four star, and you just automatically assume that he's going to walk in and and be a contributor. But he needs coach just like anyone else needs coach. He's still a kid as well, and. Uh, just because he has ability doesn't mean he necessarily knows how to play football. And uh, that's why we have jobs. we got to coach him and we got to get him right. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to South Florida, and we look forward to watching you go to work. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Appreciate All right. you. All right, take care. All right, that's uh, University right. of Miami offensive line coach Garen Justice joining us on the show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 